Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 12 of the Shameless Plug Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Lick My Sock, and I'm joined today, as always, by my good friend, TMT Coco. How's it going, Coco? Hey, that's me. I'm here with the same name. How's it going, everybody? This is your... It's been, uh, been a while since last week. Yeah, it's been a little while. Uh, thank you for tuning in to your favorite weekly podcast. Uh, every week? Every week, although there has been a bit of a hiatus lately. And no, that's... That's probably it is probably in their head. That's that's gaslighting at its finest now. Yeah. But how are you doing, week. Coco? Let's check in now. How are you doing? Oh, I'm not bad. I'm I'm getting ready for uh, Christmas. You know, with this holiday special of the Shameless Blog Podcast. That is. This I'm, is uh, our Christmas yeah. episode. Christmas special, one could say. The official one, no less. We don't want to be associated with no knockoff Shameless Plug Podcast yeah, Christmas if, special. If you see another Shameless Plug Podcast Christmas special, you need to report it to the police. Yeah, don't watch it either. <laughs> we don't want... Don't give them any views. But uh, We have to fight enough for ours. I'm doing well, thank you very much for asking. I've just yeah, been no, floating yeah, through nice. life, you know, as, as it goes. Literally. Uh, on a boat. Chris, floating. literally floating. Yeah, oh yeah, I work yeah. on boats. But uh, so next week it's going to be Christmas, which is crazy. Like this year has flown by. Our first episode was what back in January, and it's already been almost a year. January fourth, almost a full year every week. Like that's why we're on episode twelve. <laughs> that is bananas. That's math. But uh, so I guess possibly on our next episode it will be our one year anniversary episode. <laughs> Another special Huge. episode. It- Honestly, our next episode could be our two-year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> the way it's going. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. But speaking of Christmas that's specials, how weeks work. let's dive right in to anybody who's a half-decent Marvel fan, I guess. And what did you think of the Guardians Christmas special? Was it on par with the 19... What was it? 80? No, 1883 <laughs> Star Wars holiday Star special? Wars <laughs> holiday special. Well... I actually didn't see the Star Wars one until probably two years ago, and I had heard horrible things about it. I'm just, I'm veering right into the Star Wars one just for a second. I, I kind of understand why everybody absolutely hates that, and they tried to wipe it from existence, but at the same time, it wasn't as bad as as I thought from what people were saying. Like, have you, have you seen the Star Wars one? I have, yes. Second? Oh, yeah. I don't think it's... Like, it, it, it's not good, but if I had to compare it to, like, the 800 Hallmark Christmas movies that come out every year, it's not bad. I think that you think it's not bad because of all the racing garbage that they've released, and you've seen some old legacy characters and a little bit of film yeah. grain, and you're like, you know what? That's what a quality that, production that, that's looks That's pretty like. good. Yeah. <laughs> that's George Lucas all over that. I'd watch that any day. Yeah, but compared to Guardians of the Galaxy, garbage. Just, just trash <laughs> guardians i i was surprised at how good it was i i kind of thought it would just be like they just crammed it in there and they like tried to make it work just for the sake of making money at christmas but it it it, it was better than i thought i was pleasantly surprised and at this point i don't think they can do wrong with guardians i think they're at a point now where you could put the guardians characters into anything and people will love it Guardians of the Galaxy Easter special. Here we go. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy birthday. It's Rocket's birthday. Anything. And I, I thought it was pretty good too I'd for be being what it was. Like, obviously, they were filming that at the same time 
they were setting up to film Guardians 3, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yep. Like, they filmed that first, just like, and it gets everybody warmed up into their characters again, too, right? Yeah, it must have been weird, though, when you think about it, because they probably did that, what, like, last spring or, or summer or something? Having to... I, I, I couldn't picture it being the middle of the summer, hot, everything else. I go into this building, and I just see fake snow and, like, Christmas decorations everywhere. It'd throw me right off. What did you think of the, uh, like, the Yondu cartoon throwback scenes? Uh, well, I'm, I'm just going to go right into spoilers here because we're, we're making the assumption that people have seen it because if they haven't, they're not real fans. Um, yeah, it's been out for like weeks now. I, I didn't like it at first when they just kind of made it out like he was a jerk. But then at the end when they, they show that like he gave Peter uh, his two guns as the, the presents, then I was fine with it. Pretty freaking cool, I think. Like I, I'm, yeah, I'm not a good way to... into like anime really or anything, and those that are, that's totally no. cool. It's just really not my swing of things, but I do appreciate a good cartoon or a good series of animation. And I'm really yeah, happy they like even a, got American animation. Yeah, I'm really happy they got Michael Roker in there to uh, to voice Yondu for like the very short parts he was in. I really, really enjoyed that. And we're not even gonna talk yeah. about Kevin Bacon in there, right? Like it's just kind of thrown in there. The, the, it's such a like I, I get why they did it, but it's such a weird. Thing. Like if, if I had to say, uh, 10, 15 years ago, even after seeing the first Guardian, like if someone said, "Do you think that's gonna happen?" I'd say no, hundred percent. Why would that ever happen? Especially after the dance off to save the universe. Like, do you think Kevin Kevin Bacon's ever gonna be in the in the series? No, it's or... it, it's to me at least, he's not even like a big actor. <laughs> No, like, not I, really I know he anymore. was he, like when that movie came out, he was. But after that, he's not like super well known. Like it's not like uh, John Travolta in uh, what dancing movie did he do? Did he Grease? Grease. Yeah. Like he, so you think he Grease didn't is do better it and than then get bigger. Dirty Dancing? <laughs> Isn't it Footloose? <laughs> What did I say? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't even remember who was in that one. What, what does Peter think? It's like, yeah, Footloose is the greatest film of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Kevin Bacon was like the, the greatest hero. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I did like when uh, Drax and Mantis find out that he's not actually a hero, that he's just an actor. <laughs> right. And they, <laughs> they know what that means. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not like acting is just like an earth thing. Like, they know what an actor is. Like, space actors are disgusting (laughs) (laughs) are they like are they like together are they doing stuff are they just like you know Uh, (laughs) i don't know i i yeah but you get the reveal that she's his sister which totally makes sense because if his dad was ego and ego's going around you know what i mean like trying to make another one of him and in guardians 2 like I, I didn't really pick up on it at the end of Guardians 2 as like a cliffhanger, but at one point she does say that she has to tell Peter something. And it was kind of assumed that she was just gonna say that he's a psychopath. And I that's what I kind of figured it was. But then after that I thought, well maybe that's what she was trying to tell him. But hard to say if they thought that far ahead or not. They probably did. I really like uh 
Yeah, I don't know. I really like how Rocket gets um, Bucky's arm from his Wakandan arm. Like follow up <laughs> to that. I don't. I don't like. Yeah. He next time he'll show up will be in Thunderbolts. I think. Right. Like that's what's slated uh, for. Bucky. Yeah. Winter Soldier. I don't. Yeah. I think it's Thunderbolts <laughs> with no date on that, but I think that's the next thing he'll be in. I would think so. Uh, I can't see them just throwing him in like a cameo for anything else at this point. If anything, it probably would have been Black Panther, just because he spent all that time at Wakanda. I've uh, never seen that one yet, so yeah, I can't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it either, mm-hmm. but if anything, I think that's where they would have had him, and I don't... I, I didn't hear that they did, so I'm guessing they didn't. Nah, but, I don't think so. It'll be in yeah. Thunderbolts and probably Captain America 4. Falcon uh, being do, the new captain. Does that have a date yet? No, it's in pre-production. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem with Marvel now. You get so far ahead. It's like, yeah, they're going to be in this and this. And when's that? I don't know. <laughs> but the stuff like... A couple years, a few years. <laughs> yeah, but like with this uh, Christmas special, it's actually one of the things that were half decent that they pumped it. And I don't know if it was, you could say, from legacy characters. I, I don't know about that, but... Like the rest of the shows and everything else they've churned out this year were kind of terrible. Um, like yeah, She Hulk, I, I, I gave it a chance, but. Oh, God, I didn't even give that a try. I, I gave it a chance. I, I haven't seen the finale because I went back to work. But we watched all of them up to then, and it, it was okay. Like, it was, but it wasn't good. It was like they were just filling content. Like, I don't know where she fills in. Like, where does yeah, she no, belong definitely... now in these new Avengers? Like, I don't. <laughs> It was a hundred percent content for content sake. Like they they were doing it to have a show. Uh, I feel like like the Guardian special. It was a nice little bridge between two and three because it had been a while since you saw just them together. You saw them at the start of uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, but you don't really see them much. You don't know what they're doing. So it was good that it kind of introduced that they bought. Um, nowhere and we're trying to like fix it up and stuff yeah cause and beginning of Thor they get sick of Thor they give Thor the boot they keep doing their <laughs> their kind of anti-hero pirate thing right and they get enough money yeah. and they end up buying nowhere and that's where they're at in the Christmas special and they're fixing it up and it's gonna be like their community is inside of nowhere yeah I do like that they made um oh uh, Craglin like a main character now he's, he's got Yondu's fin and everything but we never see him whistle do we? I don't think so not in that No. you only see it at the end of Guardians 2 when he accidentally sends it right at Drax and runs away <laughs> so that'll be interesting did you think Groot looked kind of weird? oh I, I don't like new Groot new Groot? like it, adolescent Groot? It, <laughs> yeah he's so stocky but James Gunn basically said, like, that's how they want... It was intentional that he looks so different, I guess. He's supposed to be in, like, his, I don't know, bulking stage, I guess. And he does say, like, remember, it's not the same Groot as Guardians 1. He's not going to look exactly the same. But I'm not a big fan of that look. It just it looks it looks like a knockoff 
like they wanted to do it and they just didn't get the dimensions right or something like they lost the file and tried to remake <laughs> it's like the wish Groot compared to the amazon yeah, Groot. basically is that going to be the same model they're using for guardians 3 it sounds like it because there isn't supposed to be much of a time difference between uh, the special and three so he'll pretty much be the same i think Hmm. Which, Two. I mean, is whatever. Three is going to be he's, a tearjerker. For sure. You, you don't think... I think Rocket's Someone's going to die. Probably Rocket. Rocket is not coming out of that movie alive. There's no way. Yeah, that's... Uh, like, two was bad enough at the end with Yondu. I, I, I couldn't... I can't do it again. <laughs> yeah, for sure it's going to be Rocket that goes... I don't know how the whole Peter and Gamora thing are going to finish up. Because this is their last one. Like, this is their last hurrah as the Guardians, I think. Yeah, Gunn has said it'll be the last time that they're, like, together. Yeah. In their own movie, so. Like, I'm sure... Which kind of sucks. But... Like, Groot will be in more things, because I'm, it's pretty easy to add Groot if you have the CGI money. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's just a background character anyway, so he can be anywhere. He doesn't even really need an explanation. He can be just, oh, Groot's here. Alright, you stand in the back. Perfect. But, yeah, I, I'm i okay with the fact that they're not just going to be like, yeah, we're putting out six more Guardians movies, where they're just kind of just trying to make more for the sake of having more, but it's gonna suck not having any new stuff what if they told you they were gonna put out six more Pirates of the Caribbean movies with Johnny Depp would you be down yep <laughs> didn't matter what the plot line was <laughs> yeah it, it doesn't even matter yeah that's that's different there's talk of him coming back to the role too yeah but he said he didn't he wouldn't do it for like what was it ten million dollars and a thousand alpacas or something like that they asked him in that court case they're like would you come back if they gave you that and he's like no not a chance <laughs> I bet you he'll come back I bet you they'll give him an obscene amount of money to come back I don't I feel like it would have to be fans would have to convince him to come back more than money cause like he doesn't really need it he kind of needs money, but he could get it through other things. But I, mean, I think he just got if enough from fans, wife, so <laughs> yeah, I think if enough fans and stuff say like, "Look, we really want this character back, do it for us," he'd probably do it. Because uh, it was a couple days ago I saw an article that he wore it again to another uh, like kids' hospital because he does that all the time. He wears the Jack Sparrow outfit and goes to the hospitals and stuff. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of surprised Disney doesn't say, well, now, if you're not going to work with us, you can't use our costume. <laughs> or you can't use the character. Yeah, but, you don't own the character, man. You gotta, yeah, yeah I could see that. sue him for, for doing. <laughs> yeah, but I guess they kind of want to keep the door open. Well, they slammed it in his face and then opened it again, but they kind of want to keep it open. Just in case. It'd be nice if he did, because that series, you could go so many different directions with it. And it would still be alright. 
well it's obvious that that actor makes that franchise like they took everything else away and still had him in a lead role in the final movie i mean you did still have barbosa i guess and in the one before that you had gibbs but you, you keep that one main character and he did five movies right wicked yeah like it, it just works well back to the spirit of christmas now yeah and we're talking about movies and christmas might as well keep going on that trend what is your favorite christmas movie I'm going to go even further. I'm not going to say my favorite. I'm going to say the best, like regardless of other people's feelings. There is one correct answer and it's National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I knew you were going to say that and I I don't think that's I don't think that's right. Yeah, but you think it's Die Hard. I don't and, think it's Die Hard. I think but, that's my favorite. Okay, fair. <laughs> fair. But that one just has too much internal uh, like the whole discussion on whether it even qualifies. But I don't know, to me, Christmas Vacation just includes every aspect of Christmas. Like the whole, the tree, the fighting with relatives, the putting up the decorations and lights. Because I mean, for me at least, we do that anyways. Like pretty much everything that happens in that movie happens to me every year. (laughs) So to me, it, it kind of encapsulates everything the most i guess uh so to you it's it's your favorite christmas movie. it's not the best christmas movie. yeah but to everyone it should be it should like be. if you if it, let me clarify if someone on the internet doesn't have the same opinion as me they're wrong and i'm right <laughs> that's the internet rules <laughs> like what makes a good christmas movie like all these things has, that you listed like you need to be messing with the tree fighting with your family members messing around with i think lights. it has to be it, it has to be relatable there has to be something in it that like reminds you of your christmas experience but not everybody has the same christmas experience some people don't even have christmas well then they wouldn't be watching christmas movies anyway so doesn't well, like maybe they, they wanted can to leave. have christmas but they just couldn't <laughs> you know like i don't know well then it it should show like an idealistic christmas like or a realistic showing of christmas to a sense obviously certain things some people may not think are real but we're not going to get into that because i don't know the age range of the people that listen to this um has i i think it has to be a comedy of some sort like a drama christmas movie no not for me yeah, but some people dig the drama Christmas movies. They love that because yeah, well, their Christmases are always wrong. so encapsulated <laughs> with drama. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I think the best Christmas movie to you is the most relatable Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, I actually don't yeah. know what my favorite Christmas movie is. I just enjoy them all. I do. I do think comedy is an essential part of a Christmas movie. Like from the Santa Claus with like the the classic early 2000s Tom Hanks. Not Tom Hanks. Wait, who am I Tim saying? Allen? Tim <laughs> Allen. Yeah. What? I caught myself immediately. Tim Allen. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a fake fan. <laughs> yeah. Tom Hanks with Santa Claus is something I need to see now. <laughs> well, uh, he's not Santa, but in the Polar Express, he plays almost every character. <laughs> That's true. Except yeah. Santa. I mean, the Polar Express is a pretty good Christmas movie, if you're into it, you know? Like, there's so many good Christmas movies. But if I were to say that my favorite Christmas movie has got to be the classic Grinch cartoon i don't know what year it is 
the original animated one. Yeah, it could be. It's really old. It could be from the 60s. I don't think it's that old, though. Uh, I want to say 70s. But you know the one I mean. Yeah, because 60s was Rudolph and Santa Claus is coming to town and like stop motion type stuff. And then they went into just the full on just animated drawings. I think in the 70s. 1966. Okay. December 18th had a budget of 315,000 USD dollars. Holy. I was going to say it would have to be thousand, not million or anything. Yeah. Yeah, it probably made that back. But I think that's just like a classic Christmas tale. Like, I just, like, that's my childhood Christmas movies growing up, you know? Yeah. I mean, I still watch it every year. And the, the Jim Carrey live action one as well. Yeah, you have a whole list you go through every year. About 25 Christmas movies, yeah. So basically one a day. (laughs) Do you watch this with your family or just like by yourself? Uh, I watch almost all of them usually just with my dad in the basement and then on Christmas Day as of like two or three years ago we watch uh, Christmas Vacation like together on Christmas Day. Because you all, that's, that's all of your favorite Christmas movie. Like you pretty, all get a because it's so relatable D- to you guys. Yeah. Like it, pretty much every year, everything that happens in that movie happens to us. Gear, like getting ready for Christmas. So, No, perfect. What else we got here? Yeah. So do you have more to add for the Christmas movie? I think we'll very quickly touch on uh die hard so you're saying it's a christmas movie correct i think die hard is a christmas in your, movie in, in your belief you think it qualifies now what to you makes you think it qualifies is it only because it takes place at christmas time i think it's a man trying to be with his family for christmas like, understandable like is it not like is he not trying to get to he gets tangled up in a lot of a lot of shenanigans between him just trying to get like right he's trying to connect with his wife and his his kid right or at least his wife at the time he's just trying to be with them like he didn't want to go fighting all these bad guys and whatnot he's just a cop and he just happens to be in the middle of all this hypothetically he could have just left he he just well he had (laughs) he had to get his family right because his family was at the tower i'm trying to remember were they on a plane coming in or were they already there that's diehard right because there's it, it took such a weird turn like the first two movies seem so different from the second two well the third one's the best the third diehard was samuel jackson in the supporting role is fantastic yeah now, that's it not just a christmas feels movie <laughs> Is the second one in the winter too? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, that might be why I, I think of them so differently. Just because the first two are winter, and then the the rest are just like cop movies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the second one like yeah, has like the airport and like the snowmobile chases and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the the like twist in it. Yeah. And he's there because his wife's coming home for Christmas or, or something, maybe, I don't know, but but their plane is coming in and the airport's held hostage, and that's why he's like he's there and dealing yeah. with it. That's the, I think of that one more than the the actual first one when I think of Die Hard. Now, is that a Christmas why? movie? 
I'm trying to remember if it actually takes place at Christmas time or if it's just like January, February or something. I, I don't remember for the second one. I haven't the second one I don't is the think one I've seen it. the least amount of times, I think. And there's probably a reason for that. Yeah. I mean it's not bad. I think the fourth one is kind of the weird one. Where he, he takes like the computer geek guy with him. I think that's the fourth one. Yeah, that's right. Like, if you compare that with the first one, it doesn't seem like it's the same series to me. No, it just seems like a different <laughs> Bruce Willis movie where he's kicking butt. Yeah. Which was all the movies he was in after that. Pretty much. Maybe it was a transition from hair to no hair that really divided them, though. Because to me, he's he's a different person when he has hair. Like, that, that that's a different actor to me. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it, what do you I think, guess I'd call it a Christmas movie. Like back to the whole Christmas thing, because that's like our Christmas special kind of theme here. Yeah. What do you I think? I might even edit this on YouTube with like a fireplace or something. <laughs> yeah. Just to really get it in there. That'd be cool, yeah. Yeah, do that. We're just sitting around yeah, here. Yeah, no by promises the fire. though. No, I want to see just like get a black screen with audio. Dollar, that's fine. Like, I'll just edit this. Thirty dollar gif like, just on repeat <laughs> in the background. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to pay royalties for a fireplace. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think the most now I think this was your question I'm just reading here Yeah. what do you think the most gifted item will be this year and I, I'm just going to add that I think that this is a, a whack question because I think society isn't what it used to be in regards to like the whole Christmas time thing there isn't that one toy that every kid wants to get there's not the one doll there's not the one um, easy bake oven there's not a gi joe there's you know what i mean there's not a unisex whatever that every every person or every child wants so like i would have no idea what the most gifted yeah. item would be what are your thoughts on but that? at the same time i think we're also at that out of touch old person doesn't know how toys work age to an extent because i do i remember when we were kids and we wanted stuff and the quote-unquote adults i guess had no idea what that meant or what that was when we'd ask for stuff and like even pokemon cards used to be called pokemans and stuff like that like there there's just a disconnect between what kids want and what adults actually know i guess and i think we're we flipped over to that other side where we just don't know what's happening with uh, the kids these days well that's a scary thought yeah we're old it's we we're basically dirt <laughs> yeah we're not that far apart <laughs> if i'm old you're old no but like okay so what do you think what do you think the 2022 pokemon is like i have no like you know what i mean like kids don't play with toys anymore well i'm gonna completely just demolish my own argument on that here to say that's irrelevant because i don't think the most gifted thing is a kid's thing necessarily because you still have the parents that get gifts you still have like people that are above toy age that get presents right and i think and this is like it, it came into my head pretty early on i was like yeah that kind of makes sense it could be that i think the most gifted thing this year isn't going to be a toy i think it's going to be some variation whatever format of top gun 2 the movie that's my guess top gun maverick what you mean like on dvd or blu-ray or whatever yeah i'm thinking no. that solely because one the shelves are empty in every store i've seen that has them and two just looking at how much money that movie made how many people went and saw it 
and I would say the majority of the people that went and saw it are then going to want a Blu-ray or 4K or DVD of it. On your side. So I think that really crazy. What? The fact that you don't have DVDs or Blu-ray or 4K. The fact that I haven't seen Top Gun too. Uh, fair. <laughs> but even if you haven't seen it, just the numbers that it pulled in and made Tom Cruise an insane amount of money and my dad just off of like royalty percentages, but it had so many people watch it that I, I think that has to translate a lot into sales. And I don't think there was another movie that came out that had nearly as many people watch it in theaters. So I think it's going to be the most gifted movie of the year. And I think it might be the most gifted gift of the year too. No, see, I don't, I don't see it because a lot of people aren't like you. A lot of people don't really care for physical media anymore. People don't care about having like all the, the disc and DVDs like in their living room. Like people, people don't care for it. And it's going to be on Paramount Plus just before Christmas. I think people will be getting Paramount Plus subscriptions rather than buy the DVD. I think that's just the way True. the world's going. But there's also a very large older demographic. Like older, I would say we're close to the threshold of people that switch from physical to digital maybe like I don't know 10 years above us have as well but I think there's a really big demographic of older people that still are used to physical discs and stuff and that's a lot of people and then there's still some our age that have physical like I know for me two people I know ask for for Christmas um so I think there's still enough people because I think in terms of like we we're saying with toys there isn't one big thing that we can think of that might be because we're old might not be who knows I don't think there's just one toy or something so that's going to spread out so like person A will want this person B will want something else yeah you're saying that Top Gun thing. physical media is going to be the, the most common thing because everything else is so spread out you're saying it's yeah. going to be the most common I'm totally with you with what you're saying I'm I'm trying to picture in my head if anything else. Yeah, like, like in terms of in terms of movies, I, I think it's number one for sure. But I don't know what else has that kind of thing. Because I know music definitely isn't. Like I think for sure no one really goes for music anymore. The reason why Top Gun digital. was so successful is because it was great. Like it was the first breakthrough since pandemic where it was a good movie and, it, and somebody just wanted to go to the theater and have a good time and watch a good movie yeah and they really geared it for theaters too like with the IMAX and everything else and they really pushed for like getting the IMAX full experience of the movie which I didn't get to do right? by the time I went and saw it it wasn't an IMAX anymore it was just a regular screen which kind of sucked but mm. it was still really good but yeah like the other thing I was thinking was games, but games, there hasn't been, like, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, maybe? Well, I think like, God of that, War is pretty big, but, you know, I don't Yeah, but that's split in half, right? Because <laughs> it's only PlayStation. Whereas Modern Warfare 2 is Xbox, PlayStation, PC, maybe Nintendo? I'm not sure. But I, I still don't think that would have as many physical copies. And I feel like most of the people that play that would already have it. 
like they, they wouldn't have waited till Christmas. Do you think people are like really splurging this year, like in holiday shopping in general? Like, it, like it's the first it, it's hard Christmas to... in what three years, really? Like Christmas last year, things were still kind of you know what I mean for the people that travel for Christmas and families that are kind of apart. I, I yeah, it was still dicey. Still dicey. Like this is really the first year where everybody's kind of totally over the whole pandemic, right? Like they're sweeping it out of the rug, and it's just going to be treated like another common virus or, or whatever or right like you know what i mean like that's yeah. how the world's treating it now sweeping under the rug and, and let's move on like do you think people are really splurging this year uh, it, it it's hard to tell just because of like online shopping and amazon and stuff like that being so popular so if you go into a store you can't really judge as much but when was it i think two or three days ago i went into walmart and it wasn't that busy like it was busier than normal but it wasn't what i remember when i was a kid where it'd just be like you could barely move people are plowing you over and stuff like that but that could just be everyone's buying everything off amazon because i'd say probably 75 percent of the stuff that like i got other people for christmas i just ordered online but eh, i think people probably are because it Another thing is it might be the first time you see certain family members, so you have to buy them stuff. So, like, say, five years ago, if you had a big family Christmas, you'd see, like, your aunt and uncle. But during COVID, you wouldn't see them, so you probably wouldn't buy them anything. And then now if you're seeing them again, maybe you buy something again. So it might be more people buying more because of that, too. In terms of myself, I think it's been pretty much the same every year never really changed too much yeah i don't know i feel like I feel like people like with the whole the way the world's kind of going and everything i feel like people might be railing it back a little bit which you know doesn't really help things but that's you know a little self-preservation and stuff like that if they're not and if they're not doing that i feel like the most gifted thing would be trips i think people are going to be spending more money on trips after being kind of forcefully confined for the past like couple of years really i think trips are going to be the biggest the most common gift whether it's trips to them gifts to themselves like partners revealing gifts like oh hey honey guess what i know we're hurting in the fridge but i got us two tickets to greece yeah okay yeah. i could see that if you're including people doing it for themselves as like a gift or like their other half as a gift kind of to themselves then yeah I could see that, or just, like, yeah, not necessarily a trip to a different country or something, but just, like, a ticket to go do something type thing. I could see that. Yeah, that's going to be my vote. I think it's going to be, like, a trip or an event. Like, we're going to splurge on ourselves, with not with an item, but with a, a memory, a potential memory maker. An experience. Or experience, something. that's it, yeah. And I, I've thought of that, too, for, like, getting for people and stuff. Like, would you but, send your yeah. parents on a cruise? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on no. a boat. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, just go on a boat. Yeah. Take your time. All inclusive. Don't yeah. talk to me. Just give me, just give me nine days, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that. But what's really important here is that the listeners at home, wherever they are, let us know in the comments what they think is the. Uh, well, what they're guessing is going to be 
the most gifted thing this year or if we said anything that you end up getting gifted if you're watching this after Christmas. Maybe you could watch it twice, once before or once after. Hmm? And if you're like Maybe me... Maybe when all your family's around, you could play it for all of them. Individually on separate devices so that all the views count. <laughs> That's right. And if you're like me and haven't done all your Christmas shopping, use it for ideas. If you oh. don't know when to get somebody, <laughs> get them Top Gun Maverick or get them a nine-day cruise to Belize or something. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, we, we don't... Uh, we don't endorse waiting this late. <laughs> well, he doesn't. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. Maybe if you want the last minute deals or something, you could do that. <laughs> oh, what else we got here? So the past couple weeks, um, there's been a few trailers that have been coming out. Now, there's some that are more hype-worthy than others, in my opinion. Like me being like a big Indiana Jones guy, the 85 trailer dropped. And there's been multiple like screenshots that have been dropping kind of pumped because I actually I didn't mind Crystal Skull I didn't mind it because I growing up with like Transformers the live action Transformers movies you have Shia LaBeouf who's kind of like a staple actor at the time before he went totally <laughs> crazy and so yeah. I, I him being Indy's son in four I'm like oh okay oh they're in the jungle fighting with monkeys okay didn't really bother me too much like growing up with like CGI you know like Star Wars is full of it everything's full of CGI never really bothered yeah. me because I didn't grow up with the original Indiana movies however well, Indy, man Indy did 5, it get shellacked by everybody oh yeah <laughs> people did oh. not yeah the boomer generation <laughs> definitely did not did not like Indy 4 it. like Crystal Skull is it might as well be the last Jedi of the Indiana Jones franchise because holy but this new one coming out so we're, we're going back to it we're fighting the Germans like there's gonna be like flashbacks there's like de-aging technology going in there was it was it Harrison Ford or Bruce Willis that like sold their face to like the digital world? I think it was Bruce Willis. Maybe he was like, "Yeah, like go ahead, you can use my face yeah. after after I'm long gone." Or whatever. I don't I don't think it was Harrison. So yeah. yeah, it was probably him. So anyway, so anyway, the trailer looks pretty good. Like I think Mads Mikkelsen is in it as well. I think he's going to be like the main baddie, and I think it looks pretty sick. It could be alright. I don't know what you think. Have you seen it at all? I haven't seen the trailer, but I've seen a lot of the. Um like just the stills and screenshots or whatever and i could see it being good i just hope he's not too old to the point where like they have to obviously kind of tone it down just to account for his age and like what he's able to do well even in crystal skull like they did that right like when he's swinging on swinging on the the whip and he doesn't quite make the first vehicle. And, you know what I mean? Like they were showing, I, I really hope that there's like yeah. just slight little subtle digs at his age there because the yeah, man, if, the if, man if is they old. play off it, though, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, I, I just meant like if they have it. So instead of going through like some cave with a lot of obstacles or something, he just has to like walk down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah. Like I hope they play off his age. Like, cause the man is old. The man's like, He's oh, got to be almost 80, right? Like, it's yeah, it's crazy. Mid-70s, at least. Like, I want to see him winded. Because, <laughs> like... Because <laughs> he's, like, Just running bullets or landing. Like, I need a second. <laughs> Just give me a second. It's not the years, it's the mileage, you know what I mean? Like, holy... The years are catching yeah. up. Yeah, he looks... looks the man looks frail. Him. But anyway, I'm, I'm really pumped looking forward to that. Um, like, honestly there can be no bad indiana jones like you know knock on wood they, they could be terrible but like yeah. new indie is just more indie like you know what i mean like there's no there's no like expanded universe like those movies 
are all that you get in my opinion yeah. like there's no indiana jones like comic book tv show or or whatever have you right like those four movies like that's the lore and they're building everything off of that now but the looks of things it looks like they're totally just like throwing the shea labeouf kid thing to the sidelines which i'm totally fine with you know but maybe like a yeah, comment saying like adoption, yeah. oh yeah like my kid's <laughs> still working on friggin' motorcycles instead of doing anything with his life so not there's anything wrong with that you know yeah now do you think they're gonna introduce a character to take over the role and then be able to carry on with it after like bring in a, a protege or something and then they make the series about that person I don't know I, I don't, don't know how much of the story they've said I, like, it's it's called the dial of destiny and i do believe yeah. it takes place in the 60s i think and i do think that some of the movie's going to be like in flashbacks with like indy fighting the germans and whatnot so i, I right. at the very end they could be leading to like pass the torch as it were like pass the baton but i'm totally yeah. cool if they don't I'd i almost, would kind of prefer if they didn't because yeah. i couldn't imagine anyone else yeah, like, I, I don't know if they were trying to do that with Shay LaBeouf um, after his wedding. Because he eventually gets married to Marion. Yeah. At the end of the last movie, and they have a wedding. But, oh, oh in the trailer, Sala, the, the guy from Africa, he's in it. But he he looks old, too. Holy. <laughs> he looks really old. But he's like Indy. <laughs> you know what I mean? That guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Sala is his name. Yeah. And, it's uh, been such a long time since the last movie, too. Like, I don't know if it was... Was the last the last one was before Disney got Lucasfilm, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because George yeah. George was part of it. So I don't know if he was planning on doing anything else with it, and it just got shelled when um, he sold, or if like it, I I kind of thought Crystal Skull was maybe meant to be the last one. Like it wasn't one where I'm like, oh, I can't wait for the next one. I was like, okay, yep. Yeah, That's I it. thought I honestly thought that'd be it too. I don't think George had anything planned, but obviously Disney bought it and they're like, okay, how do we get the most well, bang money. for our buck here, yeah. right? <laughs> and for better or worse, yeah. I think Harrison Ford enjoys playing um Indy more than he likes playing Han Solo. Well he doesn't have to worry about that anymore after that horrible death. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean he came and played him back. He played him anyway. <laughs> yeah. I remember reading something about like him talking about the first time he was back in the Falcon for Star Wars, and that was a big thing for him. So I would imagine it'll be something similar for Indy. But I guess Indy doesn't have the same like cast to it as Star Wars. Like Star Wars, when he came back, it was him, it was Mark, it was Carrie, it it was all of them. Whereas Indy is kind of just his thing for the most part. Sean Connery is gone now too so yeah I think for him it's more just like putting on the costume and stepping into the role of Indy like I you know what putting I mean? on that hat putting on yeah. that hat having the whip having the revolver you know like it's just that that vibe that every kid growing up wants to have you know like everybody wants yeah. to be Indiana Jones yeah I remember you being really into Indy when you were <laughs> oh yeah he was the coolest he was the coolest. I like I like Indy more than Han Solo myself. Yeah. I don't think Han has anything really special going on other than he has a pretty cool 
sidekick that probably does stuff with. I don't know. He's got a ship and a talking dog. Ship and a talking dog. Perfect. He's a smuggler. Like that's just his thing. He's basically Peter Quill. <laughs> yeah, really. So, but yeah, so they're really looking forward to Indy Five: Trial of Destiny. I think. Dial. Dial. Dial, yeah, of Dial of Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Indy Five is what we'll keep it. And what yeah. else do we got? We got uh, Transformers. Transformers is another. If ever there was something that I did not want to see. <laughs> it's it's the new Transformers movie. After that trailer, good god! They should have stopped at three. Transformers One was okay; like it was like pretty cool. Live well, action. it was groundbreaking for the time. Like yeah. stuff looking that good. That was like two thousand eight, I think. I don't really remember, but somewhere around there, yeah. Like pretty friggin' cool. Like especially like like you know when in each movie when the when the robot first transforms, it's kind of like slow motion. But as they progress and in the movie, it, it, yeah. it, it like speeds up or whatever. Like, I love when you get to, like, the speed-up parts where they're just, like, transforming into the cars, backing up, transforming again, fire off a few shots, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I just... Yeah, and the, like, half-transformed forms that they do every once in a while where yeah. they're still driving as a car and they just, like, pop their arm out and start blasting. Like, that's, like, my guilty pleasure CGI fest franchise. Like, Michael Bay? Mwah. Like, you know? Just, yeah. Just, really just the, just the clunking and everything of them transforming. Just so good. And then the voice acting is is great like one two and three fantastic and like overall like rapping story end of three megatron is dead he is the three, bad three guy so good <laughs> like like the bad guy died and then what was it four like with mark Wahlberg, they somehow reincarnate megatron or something or i don't even really remember i've only seen i think one. the worst part is Three's just the fact that especially in the mark Wahlberg ones it's like everybody has short-term memory loss and they want to kill the Autobots for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Autobots, bad. <laughs> yeah, like, it makes no sense in 4 when they're hunting them and then I'm pretty sure they do it again. Like, it's just so stupid. It makes no sense after what happened in the first three why it, they would go after the Autobots. Like, 3 kind of made sense because they're like, okay... The Decepticons are probably coming here because you're here. Maybe if we get rid of the auto, like, tell them to leave, not murder them, <laughs> then the Decepticons will leave too. And then they realize that's not the case. And the Autobots came back and everyone was like, okay, yeah, you can stay. <laughs> it was but, it was perfect. Three was perfect in every way. I remember watching them in the theater and it was amazing. I remember watching and it got to the point where you think the Autobots were blown up and like they're just looking at the city and they're like okay how do we get in there by ourselves without the Autobots <laughs> yeah and I remember thinking okay it's been like two hours did they split this movie like this is there a part a one part movie? two and then Optimus comes up behind <laughs> and it's like oh god there's another hour of this I gotta go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he like comes up behind and then he, he reloads and the big old shell almost crushes the boss and it's like, we'll kill them all or whatever. It's sick. Yeah, Just like so cool. That's a very long movie, but I'm fine with it because like the there was enough story left. I was like, they could do a whole other movie if they wanted to. So then you have like four where like I think that's just like a filler at this point because I don't even remember like they obviously beat the bad new reincarnated Megatron and like that's it. I think there's only like three Transformers in the whole movie 
And then you have. Well, that's the one where they they kill Ratchet right at the start. Yeah. And they're just hunting them for no apparent reason. Yeah. And they have to introduce Mark as a horrible character. And then you have Bumblebee, which is like, it goes back. It's like a soft reboot, but it's still part of the, the franchise. And the opening of Bumblebee is where you see the best scenes ever in the newer Transformers in movies. Cybertron. Yeah. It's like a which is a five-minute scene of the war on Cybertron, like the final minutes of the battle. Which, if they made a movie just on that, would be great. But they just have to have humans in it for some reason. Oh, yeah, it's Even like the Godzilla in the cartoon, movies, they... I'm pretty sure they had a lot where there wasn't humans <laughs> yeah but anyway see a bumblebee where like his like backstory is kind of like shaky now we're like okay well was he in world war ii or was he not it. <laughs> eh. and then okay so then, then you have the, the last night where you bring in Wahlberg again and like they're saying like earth and unicron or whatever unicron and cybertron are like old planets and they used to like do stuff they're, they're like enemies and stuff and and then yeah, Unicron is Earth is like the big reveal. Anyway, they win again. Everything blows up. Optimus is sending another message off to space, which he really needs to stop doing that because apparently that just brings <laughs> it more, never ends well. Yeah. More BS. So and anyway, they blow up Cybertron again. They, yeah, they blow up what's left of Cybertron. <laughs> I don't know how many more Cybertron reincarnations there's going to be, but now so you get the new trailer. I didn't recognize anybody in it, and you got some transformers that now turn into animals like a tiger or an ape because like they already had dinosaurs which were you know kind of cool but like and they barely use them they they were there and then they were just gone (laughs) but like why would a transformer be a dinosaur like i understand like back in the day like blackbird was a transformer because like that was the technology at the time and he blended in like the transformers are trying to turn into human technology to blend in Yeah. <laughs> like it just because they can like, rescan well, right and then transform into a new object yeah like the, I think they kind of tried to say that the uh, forget what the the Dinobots I think they tried to say that they were like really old so at the time when they came they were still dinosaurs and they blended that way and then they just kind of I can't remember exactly what they did if they were like just woken up or something in four yeah, that'd be four, yeah. Yeah. But I was okay with it because they look cool, like a giant T-Rex transformer, whatever. But then they just didn't use them. <laughs> they didn't do anything with them, really. There's, like, one scene of, like, Optimus riding the T-Rex just to, like, make one slice, and that was it. Yeah, and then they just shoved them. And now they want King Kong as a transformer, basically. But it's like, who and are they fighting now? Like... <laughs> Well, they were, the trailer, they start fighting each other, and then it's just, hey, yeah, you don't have to fight me. And Optimus is like, oh, okay, cool. Perfect, so, the end. So what now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not really clear what's happening, but I, it's a, it's a reboot, right? So it's not, it, it's following up from Bumblebee. But then all the movies before that aren't canon, I think. I, uh, no, I It's so I confusing know. now because they keep changing it. But Michael Bay is not involved with this one, like, at all. I don't think. So there'll be, like, three explosions through the whole movie. Which is why you go to a Transformers movie in the first place, because nobody really cares Pretty about much. the story. Yeah, like, they just want to see giant robots, stuff exploding, 
transforming the the audio. <laughs> that was pretty much it. Although three did have a really good story. I, I like the story of three. But it always had the same problem of like even from the second movie onwards. There was always a different reason for them to come to Earth that were never mentioned in any of the other movies. <laughs> Well, it's so because, like, like we're one, learning it's... with the the Transformers, like, you know what I mean? Like, we're learning these things with the Autobots. Yeah, but the third one kind of retconned it a little bit because it makes it sound like they were supposed to go to Earth to meet Sentinel. But in the first one, they say they went there because of the cube, which I now can't remember the name of. It's not the Tesseract. Did they, is it just the cube? Yeah, I, I don't remember. Allspark. Uh, the Allspark. Allspark, yeah. that was it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, like, the Allspark, like, is lost and it's, like, floating through space, randomly falls on Earth, and that's the only reason why Megatron is there. But, yeah, that doesn't really make sense because Megatron is also supposed to meet up with Sentinel because Sentinel was really the traitorous bugger, right? Yeah. Like, he was like, well, we're not going to win the war, but we can save our planet. So I'm going to join the Decepticons, which I totally also- get. <laughs> But also, the Fallen had been there in the time of, like, the dinosaurs because of the Matrix. Yeah, because he wanted to eat the sun and make more Energon. Yeah, and the Primes were there with the Matrix of Leadership, which they hid in Egypt. And it's also a planet transformer (laughs) that they didn't realize somehow. Oh, you mean Unicron? Yeah, yeah, like when yeah. you layer it all together, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Unless you say Unicron is the reason that the Allspark went there and stuff, but I guess you could kind of work that out. But they just gave up on that storyline, anyways. Well, like, how do you, what do you mean gave up on it? Like, it was destroyed. <laughs> no, I mean, like, in the, uh, Bumblebee and this new one that's coming oh, out, yeah. well, they, like, they, they're kind of retconning that story. Bumblebee didn't know the Allspark was there. He had no idea. Yeah. But also, in Bumblebee, they make it seem like he was on Earth for a long time, whereas in the first Transformers, he just landed there. Oh, true, yeah. So, it must be a different storyline altogether, I guess. Like, the Bumblebee in newer is a different storyline. Wait, no, Bumblebee didn't land there in the first Transformers. He was already there, and he was driving around as the Camaro, and he goes into the used parking lot. Like, he was already, like, hanging out on Earth. You don't see him land. You see Optimus land. You see the rest of the guys land. You don't see Bumblebee. But Hondo. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's so freaking confusing <laughs> at this point. They were in World War One, apparently. We should they just be a World Transformers podcast. I'm telling you, I could dive into the lore, man. <laughs> yeah. We'd probably lose everybody that was listening to Confusion, though, because it... <laughs> goes over itself so many times. <laughs> yeah, true. I'm just gonna say but in, in terms of the, new the best one. Transformer ever. <laughs> you say worst or best? <laughs> I said best, but I do mean the worst. He's That'll in every good. movie, but he, he's <laughs> so terrible. Yeah. They don't even mention in those that like in the cartoons and kind of his origin stuff that he was an Autobot and he switched sides. <laughs> Because he right. thought they were going to lose. And they somehow yeah, the, became Megatron's number one. <laughs> yeah. The uh, was it War for Cybertron and Fall for Cybertron, Fall of Cybertron 
games on the 360 were so good and they had like all this storyline and stuff and they were all on cybertron with no humans they were really good and they had a lot of cool storyline stuff that kind of tied into the movies but was also just what the tv show and everything else had like they just need to go backwards they need to go back to cybertron forget about earth forget about all the crap that they've kind of set up and just do all prequel stuff and i'd be happy i also want to i want to see metroplex which is a city as a transformer i've the never heard of that where is that he was in the games oh he was a an Autobot, like the the main Autobot city, was an Autobot basically. Sweet. So whenever they had to move the city, he just transformed and walked. <laughs> yeah, because they had to stay mobile or else it was dumpster. Yeah, and he was massive. And then there's Trypticon, who was like the big Decepticon one, and he was basically like a space station. And he turned into a giant gun. He was a Death Star. <laughs> Perfect, man. Well, was there anything else you wanted to add to our Christmas special topic? Uh, well, I guess we... Yeah, we're pretty much at wrap point, so... I guess we should say thanks to uh, anyone if they managed to stick around for the past year. It's been almost a year now. Started on the 4th of January. So thanks to anyone that stuck around. We have 20 subs, so that's pretty cool. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Mom, Dad. Dog. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, because there probably won't be an episode before the New Year. So My Smurf accounts. Yeah. <laughs> no, so for sure. I hope, I hope everybody enjoyed the holiday special that may or may not have a fireplace. I may have to edit that segment out, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see when we get there. Well, thank you all very much, like you said, for if you made it to the end of the episode. And uh, hopefully we'll be getting more episodes out in the new year once schedules get a little more solidified and a lot more post-production goes into these uh, these talks. If you like what you heard and you want to bring up topic, topics well, for future discussions, don't be afraid to drop them down in the comments section. I'm LickMySock117. I was joined again and always by TMT Coco. Thank you very much, and we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thanks, guys. Like and subscribe.